0: Welcome to another epic episode of the Rebel Millionaire Podcast Show, the podcast for those revolutionary leaders, creators, geniuses, entrepreneurs, badasses who know that they are the 1% within the 1% within the 1% and are ready to freaking claim it. I'm your host, Katrina Ruth. Let's jump into the show. So, you know what I think? I have this part of me that continually seems to want to try and stop me from doing the thing that naturally would come through me. So I was upstairs earlier, ideas and flow and thinking various things through. I just like to move locations around the warehouse depending on the vibe of what I'm working on. Same as how I've spent years just moving locations around whatever city I'm in you know hopping from one coffee shop to the next to reactivate that flow or same thing I do now um, if I'm at home or wherever I am and I went upstairs for an hour or so and I was thinking some things through and I got the idea for this new book and it was so good, you know. I was like, oh man, that's fire. I've got to write that. And then, uh, and I could, and I, it was annoying almost because I was trying to work on something else while I was sitting up there. And it started to write itself inside my head, you know. And I was like, just stop it. Just hold on. Wait. Wait till I can sit down and pull the laptop out and actually work on you. You be quiet. But then the other part of my mind, have you ever had this happen? The other part of my mind, uh, can't talk. The other part of my mind, was chirping up and saying, you can't just start another new book, Cat, You can't just come up with another concept. You're already midway through six actual books right now. And then you've got 20, 30. I'm under, under, exaggerating, under exaggerating that. There's, there's probably 100 books, no kidding, that I've started in the last decade plus. I mean, gosh, we could go back several decades and there'd be many more. But in the last decade, I'd say it's probably 100 for sure that I started and obviously never finished. I mean, gosh, if we're going to have a conversation about starting things and never finished, finishing them, I think between us we'll be here all day, right? But the book thing, this idea coming through me, and I could feel how good it was, and I could feel how much you would be like, fuck yes, cat!" Like, if I told you the name of this new book right now, you'd be reaching through the phone to try and grab it out of me like greedy little soul grabbers. Facts exactly right. You would want this shit right now. In fact, you're probably going to be annoyed with me at even the suggestion that I might not write it if I would tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Fear not. But I know this for sure. For sure. How do I know it for sure? Eh, I just know. Um, But I know this about ideas, yeah? Or truths, things that come through you. When it's coming through, it's alive, it's real, there's an energy, there's a frequency to it and when you say yes, that shit can absolutely go forth, activate, empower. But what we do oftentimes is we sit on that stuff it loses its life force a little bit, doesn't it? So this is why there's so many unfinished books or program ideas or business ideas or whatever. For most of us, we have our different versions of this. I reckon I, I might be up there for the like you know, the the top award-winning stakes of that particular area of life. I reckon I could, I could come at the best of you as far as how many things I've got that are unfinished. <laughs> we sit on it, it loses its life force a little bit. Christopher says, I could combine them into one, into six partially written ones into a single volume. I know, but they're all like a continuation of each other anyway. You could pick up, I mean, I've already published like 60 books or whatever it is, but you could pick up any of them and then read any other one or watch any live stream or listen to any podcast over any. Oh my God, I thought I just saw the reflection of my own car being driven out in the window there. But it's not. I'm like, how is this possible? Someone's stealing my car right in front of me. No, it wasn't. Um, distracted. You could pick up any piece of content that I've created verbal, yeah, written, spoken, video, whatever it is and combine it with any other piece of content over 10, 15 year period, and probably honestly, even you could grab something that I wrote in high school English or in grade three class for an essay, and it would match up to some degree. Might just be less or more aggressive languaging, (laughs) depending on which point of the journey it was at. But I said to myself, as this new idea came through me today, and I kind of daydreamed and pondered on it, and I felt it starting to, um, you know, try and write itself through me irritatingly because I didn't have the you know desire to start writing the damn thing right in that moment I felt that part of my mind trip up and go no no you don't need to start another book cat you need to finish what you're working on already and save that idea or just you know shelve it or, or let it go because the ideas are infinite there's no idea scarcity Which is true, I fully believe in that. If I let something go, then whatever, right? It will either come back to me or so what? Something better will come through. There's no limit of ideas. So I don't have a fear or worry about letting a great idea go. I don't have that. But what I do notice that I have is some kind of still there, which is insanity, honestly, after all these years and after all that I've made myself into being. um, I still have this part of my mind that says, You can't just keep filling the gap, right? You can't just keep. I don't know what yours is, but for me, mine's something like, you can't just keep making new things all the time because how are you ever going to really be known in that even bigger worldwide whatever sense that I see it one day continuing to become if you don't create the thing? Who else has done this? When I say the thing, I mean like the pivotal book, the pivotal course, the pivotal, I don't know, thing that I do with my private clients. You can't just keep coming up with new stuff because you'll never create the really big, important, pinnacle, peak of it all, up on a pedestal thing that is the thing you're meant to create. You guys, I have chased this thing for years within myself and I understand it. I am in the dance with this thing. I see it for what it is and yet it still comes up inside of me. And so I let that thought sort of drift on over me as I sat upstairs. Um, and then I came down and I, and I did a bit of admin and whatever, I answered my team on a few things and I thought, what do I do? Do I start writing this new book? when really I should work on something I'm already working on or something, I don't know, relevant to the business right now? Or do I just start randomly working on this new book in the middle of the afternoon? And I thought, you know what this really is, is it's one of these pivotal moments that we, we often get to have over and over again, even when we get like a really cool pivotal breakthrough moment, we often get to experience it again. So it was a re-experiencing perhaps of a pivotal moment where you can say to yourself, I have to do it the way I think it should be done because that's the right way to do it. And so I will guide, cajole, ass kick, beat over the head myself into doing it that way. Or, you know what? What if I just kept doing it the way it's coming out? And I've been in the dance with this part of myself years and I fought this part of myself for years and what I did fought, what I fought fought what I used to fight was I fought against the part of me that naturally automatically like try and stop me right just keeps creating so I used to fight this part of myself repeatedly and try and tell myself, or I did tell myself, and I listened to people who said similar, and then I kind of took on board what they said, and so I then said said it to myself as well. You're never going to whatever if you whatever. What's your thing, right? I used to think I'm never going to get on top of my money stuff, or I'm never going to create monetary success or get known in the way that I believe I'm meant to if I don't actually it was the same stuff if I don't you know settle on like a signature program or a signature course or a signature thing that I'm going to be known for and then it became relevant to the writing I'm never going to be seen or known as the writer I know I am or feel that I'm doing my best work if I don't stop doing this and this and this and this and and always having a new idea and always just going with what's coming through and if I don't sit down and get properly serious and figure out what the one thing is that I'm gonna write or what the one course is I spent a while like a couple years this is I don't know a decade ago give or take trying to get like trying to get to where I could identify and stick to the one course that I would sell in my online coaching business and my mentors and friends at the time the people that I would you know um, liaise with on this stuff, were really like cheering me on to figure out what that one course was. And some people were very forthright about the fact that, that I needed to do that, you know, that I needed to settle down. And others were more just encouraging me because I was saying that that's what I was going to do. But every different thing that I would come up with, I remember I would say it to this little group of um, fellow female entrepreneurs that I was hanging with digitally at the time. And I would say, you guys, I've got it. I've nailed it. This is the one thing. This is it, you guys. And I was like, So into it. And so I'd put it together and, oh, my goodness, back in the day, I didn't understand about fully just letting myself write whatever came out and the magic and power and the truth of just letting it come through. And so I would spend like 35, 40, 45, 50, goodness knows how many hours to get a sales page because I was really focused on doing a proper sales page and uh, now I just like vomit that stuff out at the internet onto a right. Uh, Write room text edit file and then send it on its way sometimes I miss something that could have been in there I don't know you tell me what you so I learnt bit by bit with the sales pages to let go and to not spend 40 fucking hours to make a sales page to try and get it right but I really did I really believed that this was my one thing with every course and then inevitably I would launch the thing it'd be good it'd be great even it would be a vibe I was into it people signed up I ran it but almost Like immediately or some point within the first few weeks, maybe, I would feel that sinking feeling. And it wasn't that I wasn't into the thing. I was into the thing. I wanted to be there. But the sinking feeling was, I'm not going to stick with this. Like I'm going to see it out. I'm going to do the thing that came through me. But I was thinking about the whole signature course online thing being known for one thing or one key program that you build up, like at least into a point, right? And then maybe you can be allowed to add another one in. I don't know, I haven't read the rules in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's something like that. And I'd be like, oh, oh, and I didn't want to tell my friends because they were like friends, mentors all mixed together. Either way, they were all people that I respected, you know, and wanted the admiration and respect of. And I felt like I was the flighty baby of the group because I kind of was who just wouldn't settle down, settle down and wouldn't do entrepreneurialism properly and that everyone kind of felt sorry for me and that I was going to get kicked out of the cool club basically for not being proper and organised and not choosing one course that I was going to sell forever. <laughs> like literally, which is actually what happened. So that's fine. Different story. Story for another day. <laughs> but I guess I created it, right? It was all for my benefit and always is. Every different experience, mentoring, mentoring, uh, container, fucking containers. I have some, as my client said to me earlier today, I always thought a container was just for leftovers until I joined the coaching world. I'm like, I know it's such an annoying word, but sometimes you just use it. Um, anyway, every different experience we go into, free, paid, whatever, always worth it, right? We always get exactly what we needed. So I repeatedly had this le- lesson shoved up in my face where I was just like, oh man. And I didn't want to tell them I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit it to myself. And I would try desperately to coach or discipline or like beat myself over the head energetically to, to, to disregard the part of me like, sorry, sorry, mum. Sorry, fancy mentors or impressive friends or peoples of the internet. I think I'm going to do it again. And then the next course would come round. And I'd be like, you guys, this is really it. I know I said that. Eventually, it was a very evident case of boy who cried wolf. Like it had been like a year and a half of me saying, this is definitely the thing I promise. It was, I was a slow learner. It took me a while to figure out it was never going to happen. But I didn't think it was okay, because the people that I was looking to for inspiration or examples or whatever at the time, were predominantly doing it that more traditional marketing sort of way then and there. And even though I'd already built a really successful online business prior to that, by doing what I wanted and making shit up continually and built that business digitally to nearly a million bucks a year on repeat, that was in a different industry. And for whatever reason, when I moved into the female entrepreneur space and the business kind of success coach space, I felt like I would to prove myself and I had to be like the others. So, yeah, that was my learning. Um, but eventually I realised, and whether I realised that before or after I moseyed on my way from that group, after they pretended they shut it down and then just reopened it without a couple of us, the flighty ones, <laughs> the ones I'm still friends with to this day. I mean, respect for people doing business in different ways, yeah? So it was all perfect. But it took me years to realise I'm never going to stop creating and you guys even at the start of 2020 I said to my brother I'm I'm going to not make any more courses for the whole year that's what I'm going to do I was I don't know not feeling creative in that moment I guess as I said it and I didn't have any desire in that moment to make a new course so I decided that that meant I was done with creating courses because surely I've created enough and why should I keep creating more it didn't last, it lasted, like there's been a couple times throughout my business journey where I've promised to somebody that I'm not going to make any new courses. One time I promised it to one of my mentors that I wouldn't make or sell anything new for 90 days and it was a solid deal to a man that I just adore, respect, admire, appreciate to this day and, you know, somebody who you really just kind of like, I don't know, a much revered uncle or something, like you just don't want to let them down. And I lasted 10 days and I was like, oh my God, I'm not gonna make it. 10 days and I cracked in a fury and launched something new which made like 50K in five days. So it was, it was a good little rant. But bit by bit and back and forth and over and over and over again, I got to learn the lesson and remind myself of things I teach you. I don't make new shit to make money or, sorry, even to help or impact you or anybody else these two things and any other outcomes that eventuate as a what might appear to be follow-on of the fact that i keep on creating selling packaging inventing downloading whatever the fact that that has resulted in a mega truckload of money in most people's book and just so many incredible badasses coming into my space all around the world on repeat for years and things that that has inadvertently or directly deliberately led to in my life blah 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 all of that is secondary because in the end what I got to learn was I do what I do because it's what I'm meant to do the purpose of purpose is purpose the purpose of me creating a new course when I create a new course I'm happy to help the business out why would I not be I created the thing, but that's how I see it. I'm helping the business out. I don't have to do that. The business doesn't particularly need me to do that. Plenty of other things the business could be selling. I'm creating that course because it's what's coming through. The purpose of that course is that course, not even for you guys. That's a bonus. That's secondary to me. I'm happy that it's there. I'm happy to get to share it. It makes me feel good, but it's first and foremost for me. And it's not even like for me as a person. It's just what's meant to come through me. So that's why it comes through, the end. In the online entrepreneur space, it's commonly understood, not by everyone, but commonly, (laughs) that if you're continuing to reinvent the wheel, which is not what we're talking about, but let's use that for argument's sake, you're not being as efficient or effective as you could with automation or monetization, and so that's not really smart marketing in some ways. I understand that argument. I do wear the marketing hat, I definitely market marketing is not like the thing that i came here to do it's a cool natural follow-on so if you're an artist if you're a creator if you're somebody who has something that's just coming through you then what has it got to do with anything what the supposed most effective way to do something is if i go and spend a month with one of my closest friends or some cool badass person around the world who is super successful at doing the job of being them and I learn their tricks, tips, strategies, mindset, methodology of doing a successful job of being who they are and then I apply every bit of that to myself, is that gonna help me to be the best version of me? Maybe some things will be relevant, but the way to be effective at being you is to do the stuff that you're meant to do. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Rebel Millionaire podcast show. It has been my honor and absolute pleasure to get to participate with you in the download, in the dropping in and in the kicking your butt back to soul, certainty and truths. I do have a little free gift for you. If you want to head on over to thekatrinaruthshow.com forward slash podcast free gift and check out what we've got there for you. Have an amazing, epic rest of the day, evening, wherever you are in the world. And do not forget, life is now, press play.